1: Every once in a while, we got
0: to the religious people.
1: There are 720 churches in Charlotte. I'm sure we can find one where you can stuff your face. Shut up. Quit pointing out the problem. Men will be proud, arrogant, abusive. You watch some of today's rock star pastors,
2: and you will see every characteristic Paul listed played out in vivid detail on the church stage.
0: It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. The first person
3: I want to talk to is the person at this booth that says the Catholic Student Association. For more information, contact Rudy at, and he's got the worst, worst email address since mine, frankly. And one of the things that he has on the table here is Holy Mass. Now... We've been told by a lot of Catholic people who call us whenever we talk about Catholicism that we are misrepresenting it. So let's talk to, I presume this is Rudy here at this table. Let's see if he'll talk to me and share with us what the, wow, I can't even get to him. I'm telling you, there's so many people here. This is, so, this is like an international bazaar here at Georgia State. Excuse me. Are you Rudy? Yes. I figured as much. Rudy, could I talk to you on the radio for a moment? Okay. I want to ask you a question. All right. This uh, this uh, Holy Mass, what is the Holy
4: Mass? What is the Holy Mass? Well, yep. um, first of all, this is part of Catholicism. Right. And uh, the Mass in, in itself is um, the recreation of the crucifixion of Jesus, basically Catholics together. Uh, worshiping God in the re- reenactment of the crucifixion, where there's the liturgy of the word and the liturgy of the Eucharist, and holy, well, it's um, incredibly holy because it's divine.
3: Okay, now when you said that it's a recreation,
4: mm-hmm. does that mean it's uh,
3: like going to a play, or is it actually uh, the crucifixion of Jesus again?
4: Well, we are re celebrating his sacrifice, where he died. Uh, for all and um, in the act of consecration the blood and the bread is uh transubstantiated into um, his body and blood. Right.
3: So it's literally yeah. Jesus body and blood on the altar, is that correct? Not a symbol. Literally Not a sim- literally, literally Jesus is-
4: bo- for Catholics. Okay.
3: And if that is if that's is it is it Jesus being Re-crucified? It is it is it redoing the atonement? What is what's the theology behind it?
4: Well, um, I wish I knew the the whole theology behind it, but basically, uh, we are reenacting reenacting that Paschal mystery. You know, Jesus is dying for all of us, and then in the transubstantiation, he is uh, becoming the body and the bread and wine becoming uh, okay, me, flesh and, and blood. And blood,
3: right. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I've had communion before. Okay. And it tastes a lot like bread and wine. Mm-hmm. How is it that it's actually body and blood when it sure seems like bread and wine?
4: There have been many scientific studies, not all the time after every Mass, but there have been many where they've taken that host and actually uh, broken down. Uh, it's dna and uh, have discovered that it is flesh you know that uh, that what website bread, is that what website um i can get you that later Would i love that i don't know offhand but um there's a book it's called um, the mysteries of the eucharist mm-hmm. and it has a lot of that information uh, the actual website i'm sure i can google it what's, for you what's the
3: mystery of the eucharist
4: well, the incredible mystery is um, God becoming man, you know, and in that mystery of the Eucharist, it's the body, the bread, and the hook and is, and is becoming Jesus. And through the Mass, through the liturgy, is, is
3: Jesus being re sacrificed again? They got
4: perfect. Um, Okay, so there's the liturgy of the word, and obviously, right. that's, you know, word. Um, Information from the New Testament and the Old Testament. And then in the liturgy of the Eucharist, that's where we are reenacting that.
3: So re-sacrificing mm-hmm. Jesus. Yes. Okay. So why does that need to be done theologically? Why does Jesus need to be re-sacrificed if he was already sacrificed?
4: Boy, I mean, as a Catholic campus minister, I should know that particular answer. Yeah, that, shame that, on that one, you. Exactly. That one escapes me. Okay. But again, we can refer to the catechism. For the exact Rudy, uh, Catholic answer, today. this is
3: this is the stuff that you're handing mm-hmm. out, uh, out today for free. Free, free to students. Pray, pray the Rosary daily for world peace. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And this is the Virgin Mary, correct? Yes. And who is she?
4: Well, number one, uh, she's the most exalted human being in the Catholic Church. Okay. You know, number one or number two? We don't worship her. Catholics never worship Mary, but she's the most prominent person, and she happens to be the mother second to of Jesus. Second to Jesus, okay. yeah.
3: And what's the difference between exalting somebody and worshiping somebody?
4: Well, worshiping means that we're uh, sacrificing to Mary. We, we don't. We don't sacrifice to Mary, but we can make sacrifices to God. Um, we don't pray directly to Mary. We ask her to pray for us on her behalf to God.
3: But you do. But isn't talking to her praying to her?
4: I'm sorry. We do pray to her. Yeah. But ag- again, uh, we know that uh, she represents us before God. Mm-hmm. What verse is that? Um, well, um, if we no, look- no, chief okay.
3: campus minister.
4: <laughs> All right. What verse? Uh, in the Bible says that. Most probably, it's going to be chapter one of Luke, where we have this information.
3: Okay. What does it say? Uh,
4: well, first of all, the angel comes to Mary and right, says, Hail Mary, yeah, full but of grace.
3: What, what verse says that she is our intercessory between us and Jesus or us and the Father?
4: Once again, all right. not perfect knowledge okay. of that. Fair enough. And so why,
3: why does somebody need to say the rosary? And I, if I'm not mistaken, you say it a lot. Mm-hmm. For, uh, why the repetition? Why the need to say the rosary?
4: Well, um, in the rosary has uh, scenes from Jesus' life. So when we say the rosary, we reflect on Jesus' life mm-hmm. as we pray the rosary. So basically, you know, why do we need to pray? You know, why do we need to communicate I'm curious, to God? The rosary,
3: though, mm-hmm. is a Mary
4: Marian devotion.
3: Yeah. So if it's to focus on Jesus, what does Mary have to do with it?
4: Well, Mary was the person closest to Jesus. You know, for my nine months, uh, Jesus was in Mary's womb. Right. Throughout Jesus' life, Mary was there. But why?
3: what does she have to do with what he did for us, and why do I have to have her involved with the rosary if I'm actually reflecting on Jesus?
4: It is a way to pray, you know? Okay. I mean, there are many ways to pray, but it is a way to pray. It's a very good way to pray.
3: Okay, Rudy, mm-hmm. Hebrews tells us that there is one mediator between God and man. Mm-hmm. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. How does Mary fit into that?
4: Um, In Catholic Church teaching, she's been defined as the co-mediatrix. So she and Jesus are helping us toward our salvation. Um, So she's helping. She has a a great role that she's playing. But
3: but the verse that says there is one mediator between God and man, Mm -hmm. it is the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That doesn't include Mary or anybody.
4: I mean, that's one part of Hebrew, you know, of the, the Old Testament. And again, I wish I knew that exact yeah. um, line you, from the New Testament. When you Testament, say
3: helping us toward our salvation, mm-hmm. what does that mean?
4: Well, first of all, we cannot earn heaven on our own. We need grace, grace from God. I agree. Right? Yep. So um, Mary is um, on our behalf, getting that grace to come to us from God. So hmm. that's how she's helping.
3: How does that? How do? What verse is that? That says that Mary helps us get the, the grace from God so that we can be
4: saved. Um, one thing about the Catholic Church, we have um, the Magisterium. is broken into three uh, main parts. We have the Magisterium and Tradition and then the scriptures. So, once again...
3: Okay, so it's, there's, it's not scripture-specific. It's from the magisterium.
4: Magisterium, okay, fair, which is the leaders enough. of the church, so, and then tradition self, as well. Salvation. Mm-hmm. So she
3: helped... So salvation is a progressive thing? It happens... For instance, are are you saved right now?
4: I am saved right now, but I'm also working on continuing to be saved. So, you know, the... Um, uh, some Baptists will ask the question, are you saved? And um, their answer to, to somebody who says not sure is, well, you need to come join our church and make the altar call, altar car, and then you'll be saved. But in Catholic teaching, uh, yes, we are saved. We have been redeemed by Christ's how? blood. We've been redeemed by Christ's yeah, blood no, when how, he died.
3: And how does that get applied to an individual?
4: Okay. And how that gets applied to an individual. So, yes, we are saved, but every day we have to keep working on our salvation. And that um, is in Paul, one of his letters. And uh, once again, I wish I knew the exact passage. Uh, okay. We can definitely find In, in fact, so we're s- I have if, an idea.
3: Oh, no, no, no cheating. So we're <laughs> saved, but we keep on being saved. And we that's up to us. We keep on working And Mary on helps us. Yes. Yes, uh-huh. definitely. So it sounds to me then for our salvation, it sounds to me like Mary should get credit and I should get credit.
4: Above all, God. God but is I get the some main, too and
3: Mary gets some too. I
4: mean, we have to do our part. You know, God is going to send us messages in the Bible and going to send us good people to help us. But we have to do our part.
3: Mm-hmm. So I get, I can get some credit. I don't know yeah, what percentage, but yeah, I do get exactly. some.
4: You get some credit. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you, you have free will. So because you have free will... You know, you have the, you can choose to work on your salvation or Rudy, not. Work Rudy, I'm, on it. I'm thinking of a Bible verse right uh-huh. now.
3: In Ephesians 2 8 and 9. By grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, so that no man can boast. How does that harmonize with what you just told me about Mary helping me and myself contributing? god
4: well one thing about catholicism is that there is no error in the scripture and all of what's in the scripture that the catholic church teach catholic church teaches agrees with, with what we're practicing so
3: by grace are you saved through faith not of yourselves it is a gift of god not of it works is, so that definitely. nobody can boast you just told me we can get credit that would be boasting in our contribution to salvation. That's not what Ephesians 289 says.
4: Well, once again, I'm gonna agree with you know Ephesians, and I may not have said it correctly, uh. but we have to do our part for uh. salvation.
3: Alright, Rudy, thanks very much. Okay. Thank you. I'll never steal your book again. Thank you very much. All right, there you just heard the difference between Protestantism and Roman Catholicism on Wretched Radio. Just because Roe v. Wade is overturned, that does not mean the battle for life is over. Would you please consider supporting preborn ministries, providing ultrasounds that genuinely save lives?
2: That ultrasound changed everything for me. It really did. That made it all worthwhile to know that I was going to have a little blessing. And when she got here, it was just, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Another woman who chooses life because she saw an ultrasound. Her life, and obviously her baby's life, changed.
5: When I heard her heartbeat, I decided to keep her. And now my daughter's about to
2: be three. I don't know where my life would be without
3: her. The war for life continues to rage. Would you please engage in the battle and support Preborn Centers at preborn.org slash wretched, preborn.org slash wretched.
1: Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening to Rented Radio today. And as you may or may not know at the moment, Transform Season 2, hosted by Dr. Greg Gifford and Dale Johnson, is set to be released February 1st. We're also currently in production with Transformed Couples, which will be hosted by Lou Priolo. And Saturday, January 14th, will be the debut of the Transformed Podcast, hosted by Dr. Greg Gifford. And you'll be able to find it on all podcast platforms. Transformed has literally been a hit and the reason is because biblical counseling and the bible offer real solutions to your issues transformed and everything we're able to produce here at wretched is only possible because of the efforts of our gospel partners you can get all of the questions you would ever have on becoming a wretched gospel partner answered right now at wretched.org donate it's wretched.org slash donate wretched amazing grace amazing gospel
3: Cool, very cool. The Tomorrow Clubs now have 106 clubs in Romania.
4: This year marks the celebration of the 25th anniversary of our ministry. But also, it is a very important milestone for Tomorrow Clubs Romania. Now, Tomorrow Clubs Romania. Has 106
2: love.
3: That means 106 villages are hearing the gospel proclaimed to the kids who get saved. They bring the gospel home, parents get saved, and local churches get strengthened. Would you please consider supporting the Tomorrow Clubs? Not only do they have hundreds of clubs in Romania, Ukraine, Russia, Albania. All over Eastern Europe and now in Africa. Would you please consider what might you do to bring the gospel to both Africa and Eastern Europe? Tomorrowclubs.org
0: slash wretched. Know your church fathers. Athanasius was the Bishop of Alexandria in the 4th century. He was a champion of the church's fight against Arianism and was a chief author of the Nicene Creed. However, his orthodoxy did not equal popularity. Athanasius was exiled no less than five times, but Athanasius chose to honor God instead of man. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. All right,
3: want to talk to this young man who's walking by right now because anybody who's wearing flip flops and a winter coat, I'd like to talk to on the radio. Is that okay, young man? That works. All right, dude, what are you studying here at Georgia Tech?
5: Uh, mechanical engineering. <sighs>
3: There's a lot of you mechanical engineers here. Yeah, there are. A big bunch of geeks, you are. Yeah. Yeah? And how tall are you? 6'5. Uh, 6'5. Six five. Six five. Are yeah. you on the basketball team? Uh, I'm not. Do you have any vertical? No me that's neither that's my was brother the problem. that's my brothers are you bitter about your brother
5: a little bit he was the athlete <laughs>
3: yeah yeah but are you smarter than him i used to be but not anymore
5: no too much alcohol.
3: too much alcohol <laughs> yeah you've been drinking too much just a little bit just a little bit how old are you 22 20 oh good answer oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right okay so you're 22 <laughs> i'm a fourth year did the drinking start before you went away to school no just here, when you got here.
5: Yep. So, dude,
3: you've been living kind of a prodigal life since you've been here. Yeah. Do your parents know
5: about this? Uh, my mom knows, yeah. Yeah. She knows, What's so. mom thinking? Um, Mom was okay with it. I mean, I, she took me out to bars a little bit when I was under the age of 18, because mm. in Wisconsin it's legal, so it's she didn't really care that it's
3: much. It's legal if a parent is with you in a bar? Yeah,
5: they could take you out to bars. And you can drink? And you can drink. No. Yeah, it is. That's the state of Wisconsin. A- but as soon as you hit the age of 18, you're an adult, and they can't let you do it anymore.
3: I cannot follow that logic I'll be honest <laughs> Ask with you
5: Wisconsin
3: Okay so dude Not to get too personal And you, and you can just pass on this whole thing okay. Usually when there's a lot of alcohol Consumption involved Okay There's other activities that are
5: involved Yep Yes? Yep Going on for you? Not really No? No uh, really. Sex,
3: drugs, and rock and roll?
5: Not really. I mean, it's just I drink. I usually uh, go to sleep, and that's about it.
3: Okay, let me ask you a really personal question. You right. might want to pop me for this one, so right. don't, okay? You're going to practice some self-control? All right. All right. Pornography? Sure, yes. Sure. Yep. Well, Wow, dude. You kind of say that kind of casually, like no big deal.
5: I, I, I don't see the problem with it. I mean, Really? Yeah.
3: Really? How's about the fact that it kind of objectifies women and makes them... Objects I mean, instead of somebody to be. Cherished. I could
5: totally turn around and tell you I'm gay, and okay. then I watch gay porn. So, okay. I mean, are you? I uh, yes. Okay. So even so, isn't it kind of a humiliating way
3: to see human beings doing something kind of private?
5: Uh, I I don't think so. I mean, it's something that they chose to do, and
3: so it's okay.
5: I think so. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yep. So the idea of watching something like that, as long as it's behind closed doors, it's all right.
5: Sure. I mean, even if you want to do it in a big group, I mean, whatever. Okay. What,
3: what's your first name? Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. What would you think about a guy who was peeping into people's windows, watching him in their bedrooms?
5: I think that'd be perverted and wrong. And okay. you know, but, it be, be but done.
3: because somebody gives permission, mm-hmm. it's okay to watch that. Yeah. So the perversion is you don't have permission, not watching somebody else in a sexual act. Yeah. Okay. So right. Interesting. Do you have a religious background?
5: Uh, I was. I grew up Presbyterian, but I don't have any religion now. So.
3: Yeah. What do Presbyterians teach about the afterlife?
5: That you know we can go to heaven and hell, and that we're gonna you know end up being judged when we die, and right. so yeah, I, mean, I think
3: that's right. Yep. Yeah. So if that's true, where do you think you'd go? If it's true,
5: if it's true, um I'd say I'd go to heaven, okay, because in the end we can repent for our sins if we if we go back to that ideology, and that's one of the reasons why I can't be Christian anymore is just because none of it makes sense. I mean no religion really makes sense. It's just something that we're trying to find a reason for life, and it doesn't it's there's no purpose in it well so.
3: i'm not I'm not sure, I'm not a Presbyterian, but I don't think that's what Presbyterians teach exactly, okay, I do think that they would say. That it is appointed for you to die and mm-hmm. then to be judged, yep. and God, who knows every thought, every deed, every action, who says that if you just look with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart, mm-hmm. right? Which clearly okay. you've done. Yep. Okay. For instance, he says that all liars will okay. have their part in the lake of fire. How many lies have you told? Lots. Lots of lies. Lots, of lies. Okay. Dishonored mom, maybe in the past. Sure. Okay. Taking God's name in vain. Yep. Okay. So you die. God judges you.
5: Innocent and I guess I go to hell. I mean, I, I can't really sit there and be, like, offended by it because I don't believe in I understand that, you so, don't.
3: Yeah. But maybe this, maybe this will just make more sense than the way you had it put together before. Mm-hmm. So if you die, God has to punish lawbreakers. Yep. I'm a lawbreaker. She's a lawbreaker. You're a lawbreaker. God must punish so like wrong, correct? Mm-hmm. You'd yeah. be guilty and you'd go to hell. Okay. That, Yikes.
5: they are so casual about it. Doesn't it doesn't bother me because I'm, you know, I'm you know firm in my hell, belief. No. Um, I don't believe it exists. So, I mean, it's one of those things where right. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, I mean, from what I'm told, it's, you know, you live an eternity of just bad awfulness. And I, I'm really not too worried about it because, like I said, I don't have any faith. And Jesse, for that you know, reason alone, I, I don't believe you. Because I, th- I, th- I think you do think about it <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think everybody has to think about it. Like, think it's so kind of like how Christians are, you know, tried every day. They have people that come after them for their religious beliefs. I have people come after me for my lack of belief. Right. And every day I'm tested in that. So, I mean, I'm completely open to people talking to me about it. Good for you. And it's, it's still something that I've considered, but it's an option that I've... Pretty firm in my beliefs that I don't believe there's anything out okay, there or anything. Okay. So like here's that.
3: what I just told you, and you were very polite to receive it. And mm-hmm. I just told you that according to the Bible, you're going to hell, mm-hmm. right? You said you grew up with some Presbyterian training. Yep. What else do they teach? You die, you get judged, no second chance. What What else is there to the story? Because it's pretty bleak right now.
5: I mean, I guess I was taught differently at my church, but it was basically one of those things where we were going to die, and I mean we could go off and you know tell uh, like everything we could come come true and if we came true then we'd go to heaven and stuff like that so i mean yeah. it's I, it's not like i have like an insurance policy or anything i would walk up there if all of a sudden the day comes where i die and somebody's like all right you died uh, you know you tell us everything you've done wrong i'd say i didn't believe in any of it so i'd go to hell for that so yeah i mean i'm okay with that it's i have my my belief in not believing and i understand. I'm very, very, very firm I understand.
3: But just so that you've got the whole picture. You said you're willing to consider this stuff. Just so you understand the whole yeah. deal. Okay? I'm not so sure what they told you about believing and it comes yeah. true or what have you, whatever that's all about. But the Bible says, you die, you get judged, you're guilty, you go to hell. hmm Because God is just and he must punish lawbreakers. Yeah. But the Bible also says that he's good and he's rich in mercy. Mm-hmm. And he demonstrated that by... When
5: Jesus died for our sins. There you go. There we
3: go. That's right. That's the good news. So Mm -hmm. your sins can be forgiven. You don't have to go to hell. But here's the the trick right here. Here's the catch. And I suspect this is probably it for you. The Bible says you have to repent. Okay. Which means agree with God. Yep. And apologize to God Mm for breaking his laws. Turn from your law breaking and put your trust in Jesus. And that's probably the rub right there. Okay. You're young you got sowing some wild oats right now, and this whole Jesus thing, you just know that if I'm going to repent, that means I don't get to feed my flesh, I don't get to go out and do the parties, the pornography. <laughs> those days are done, and you don't want to give those up.
5: I, I don't think that's it. You don't? No, I think there's a what lot. Is it? I mean, I've had, and I don't want to sit there and say, like, my life's unfair or anything like that. I think I've been, everybody says that, you know, God tests you. And I've had a dad die, I've had a big brother die, I was raped. Um, I've had all this happen to me, and, like, it just came down to it where it was like, I'm strong, I'm a good person, I'm all that stuff, and I can't sit there and give credit to something that I can't see or do anything with to, you know, I I just can't give credit to somebody else for it. And that's it's not me not wanting to repent or anything like that. I just feel that I did all this on my own. I If anything, I say I go down towards, like, the religious... Beliefs of doing stuff like Buddhists and stuff like that, where it's—I've—I've I've leaned more that way now, where it's like
3: your inner Jesse. Look, I'm sorry stuff. for that stuff. It's yeah. It's just—it's a reminder that we just live in a bad place. And yeah. There's evil, awful stuff going on out there, and I'm truly sorry for that. I yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. But let me just leave you with this thought. All right. Okay. If what I'm saying is true, you can go to heaven because of what Jesus did for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the verse that said, "For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten yes. Son." Yes. Yes. God loved you enough to die for you mm-hmm. so that your sins can be forgiven and you could be brought into a right relationship with him. Mm-hmm. At least think about it today. All right. Okay. Would you do that?
5: Yeah. I mean, that's that's I've said that I'm open to it. I mean, that's something that I listen to. Then enjoy. here's that's here's so. the
3: challenge. Listen to your conscience today. God gave you that little inner voice that says, Oh, boy, I've done wrong. I'm not a good person. I've done bad things. Mm-hmm. And if it starts to concern you, then think about what Jesus did for you. All right. And it should break your heart. And you should flee to him, not because you're maybe afraid to die or scared of hell or there's punishment, but because he's been so good to rescue you from hell by dying for you. It's mm-hmm. about kindness. It's not about a threat. It's about turning to him because he's kind and it's good. Mm-hmm. All right? All right. Would you think about that today? Yeah, I would. All right. Young man, nice right. to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Goodbye. Here, thank gotta you. Got to give oh, you a Bob Dalton handshake. You. Okay, right. goodbye. You. See you. Goodbye. <sighs> oh, boy. If you happen to be somebody who listens to us do this often enough, you know that we have a tendency to promote law of the proud grace to the humble and 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 don't give people the good news until they tremble before a just and holy law i don 't know what was happening with Jesse, but there was trembling going on there was just there was dry mouth and the cheeks quivering and so more than anything, we delight in giving the good news of the gospel so I did pray that God will convict his conscience and that it'll help him understand that he too is a sinner and that he too can be forgiven if he will repent and put his trust in Jesus Christ. That's a sad story, but all of that can be healed and gone. And it can be for you too. If you will repent and trust the Savior, he will save you too, no matter what you have done. Witness Wednesday on Wretched Radio.
1: This is reg radio and i'm jimmy hex the new governor of arkansas that would be sarah huckabee sanders decided to start off her first term as governor by going after woke language sanders in an executive order this week banned the use of the word latin x in government documents because it is culturally insensitive to the latino community not to mention it's just a made-up word Well, if you're keeping score, the latest racist thing you're not allowed to do is say the word field. That's right, the latest racist word is field, according to the University of Southern California's School of Social Work, which has moved to remove the word field from its curriculum and replace it with the word practicum. So I wonder what's gonna happen when a student decides to talk about the University of Southern California's football team that played a football game on their football field will that be racist too well the little growing pain kurt cameron says he is planning to continue to hold book readings at public libraries nationwide as a way to stand up for biblical values and represent members of the faith community who feel silenced he recently held readings at two libraries indianapolis public library and scarsdale public library in scarsdale new york He read his new children's book, As You Grow, and upwards of a 1,000 people attended that Indianapolis reading. Cameron said there are millions of Christians and parents and concerned Americans who realize that we're in a battle for the hearts and minds of our children. Yes, yes we are. Well, from Nairobi, Kenya, a 37-year-old father of four was killed earlier this month after participating in a Christian-Muslim debate in eastern Uganda at which 13 Muslims put their faith in Christ. The father was returning from the debate when two men on motorcycles, shouting the jihadist slogan Allah Akbar, knocked him off of his motorcycle and sliced his neck with a knife. The attack took place about 10 p.m. And a pastor in Nashville who left the Congo due to war was killed outside of his apartment last week and left, according to the police report, like, quote, trash in the yard. The Nashville Metro Police Department said a passerby found the body of the 30-year-old pastor last Thursday morning in the grass outside of his apartment complex. Police are currently investigating the shooting death, which took place at about 4 a.m. And as we tell you so frequently here at Wretched, please make sure that you're continuing to pray for all of our persecuted brothers and sisters abroad. More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jim Hicks. important
0: dates in Christian history. 325 A.D. The Council of Nicaea was called to address debates perplexing the church, primarily concerning the nature of Jesus. The Nicene Creed was drafted and is still one of the standards of orthodoxy among Christians. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Young man, I'd
3: like to ask you a question on the radio. Do you mind? First of all, how many ounces is that cup of coffee, dude?
6: Uh, well, this is not a cup of coffee. What do uh, you got in there? I have tea.
3: You got tea? Yeah. What is it, like 80 ounces?
6: I wouldn't know, to be honest with you. Uh, it's a
3: lot. Where do you come from, young man? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah. Terrific. And what are you studying here? Mathematics. Mathematics. Tell me, have you been following what's been going on with the American government about the bailout plan? Uh, I've heard about it, but I can't say that that I have been following it. What is your economic approach to the world? Are you a capitalist? Are you a socialist? I would say that I'm a combination between a capitalist
6: and a socialist. Tell me what that looks like. Uh, friendly competition. Okay. Cooperation with uh, other companies. Uh, that,
3: that's capitalism. What's the socialism part?
6: Uh, the cooperation part... Um, I think that there's some things that uh, should not be in hands of uh, companies, uh, such as uh, education or electricity, water, healthcare. How come? Uh, because health is something that should uh, be available to all, for it's in the best interest of all to have healthy citizens in their countries. You'd like the
3: government. To do that because you don't think that individuals can be charitable and take care of people who are sick.
6: I think that the government is the most capable of uh undertaking most capable. S- really? Uh, yeah.
3: So what makes government more capable? They are there to serve the people. Uh But isn't that what healthcare is about though, serving people? is that the, what they're there to do?
6: Yeah, but I mean there's so many things with uh, health insurance and uh I mean, it's so expensive to get. I agree, uh, I g- I agree with that. You know, where
3: did you come up with this, this view? How did you learn this? Or where did you get these ideas?
6: Well, I would say it's from compassion, some basic uh, human values, some Christian values. You're a Christian? Uh, yeah, I, yes, I can say that I am, but that does not mean that I haven't looked at other religions as well and mm-hmm. considered what, what good they have to say. What does Christianity teach? Christianity teaches to um, love thy neighbor as you love thyself,
3: which is a pretty universal... Why why should I become a Christian? If I'm not a Christian, why would you tell me I should become a Christian?
6: Well, I don't say that you should become a Christian, but I think you should at least uh, look at the Christian values because they are universal. So it's a good way to live. Yes. That's it? Yes. Okay, here's my... Well, I'm not saying you
3: should become a Christian, but I think you should look into it. Yeah. Okay, well, here's the deal. I'm living good. Well, I've, I've, I've got health insurance. I'm taking care of medically. I've got a wife and kids, a mm-hmm. dog. little annoying, but overall pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I don't think I need Christianity.
6: No, I didn't, I didn't say you need it, but maybe you want it. Why? You don't need it, but me, I think that uh, a lot of people around you are, uh, are Christians. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you have Christian friends, so uh, I think it's a good way to relate to them if you uh, learn a little bit about what they believe in. I'm sure that people who are around you... Here's
3: how I understand Christianity. Okay. I, this, is, this is what I've learned about Christianity is that it's not about a set of rules and how to live life. Mm-hmm. You can get that from a lot of different people in a lot of religious systems. What's unique about Christianity is it says something that's different than every religious worldview. Every other religious worldview says do good, be good, and be rewarded when you're done. hmm Christianity says something completely different. The Bible says nobody does good, no not one. That everybody's a sinner, right? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you a sinner? Yes. How do you know? I live in this world. Yeah. And, you know, and you've and you got something called a conscience, <laughs> that little thing that goes, oh boy, I did wrong again. Yeah. For instance, when you tell lies, you, something inside of you says, I shouldn't be doing that, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. For instance, Jesus, did he not say, if you look at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart? Yes. Have you ever done that? Absolutely. Yeah, and there's something inside of you that says, that was wrong. I shouldn't be doing that. Correct? Yeah. Because that's a dirty thing to do. Or look at pornography, mm-hmm. or fornication, sex outside of marriage. Yeah. Even taking God's name in vain. Have you ever done that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's blasphemy. Yeah. The Bible says God will not hold him blameless who takes his name in vain. And that's why the Bible proclaims nobody does good, no, not one. Mm-hmm. And it's appointed unto man once to die and then judgment. What's your first name? Francisco. Francisco. If you died and God judged you, mm-hmm. he knows your thought life, your deeds, your actions, your failures, everything that you've ever done in darkness,
2: mm-hmm.
3: would he find you innocent or guilty?
6: I think uh depends on what. Uh, set of
3: uh, criteria he judged me by lusting lying stealing blasphemy dishonoring he would find me guilty guilty so what should god do with you send you to heaven or hell i think he should send me somewhere in between but there isn't any place like that the bible says it is appointed unto man once to die then judgment well guilty heaven or hell I think he should send me back to this earth then. <laughs> we well, like that idea because the thought of going no, to hell is horrible. No. Okay, Francisco, this uh, yeah, yeah. is where you should be going, hold it, hold it. That's why Jesus came to this earth and died on a cross to take the punishment for my sins. That's what Christianity teaches. Well, right? yes, it yeah. is. It is what Christianity That's teaches. That's the biggie. That's the good news of the gospel. You're a sinner, but God died to save you. He doesn't have to punish you if justice is satisfied. Jesus paid your fine by dying on a cross so you can be set free. You can be found not guilty because of what Jesus did. That's Christianity, and that's why I need it. And That guy on roller skates there needs it. Everybody needs it because we've all sinned and fallen short. God must punish us because he's good and righteous, but he's merciful, and he sent his son to live on this earth to take the punishment we deserve, to die on a cross for you, a guy who looks at women in lusts and lies and dishonors parents and steals and cheat, all those things that we've done. He died knowing that you would do those things because he's good. And the Bible says we must repent, admit we're not good, we're sinners, mm-hmm. apologize and turn from our sins and put our trust in Jesus and him alone, not Muhammad or Allah or Buddha or the great spirit of the plain, but in Jesus Christ, the only God that lives, the only God yeah. that there is. And he says he'll forgive your sins and grant you everlasting life. Have you done that? Have you repented and put your trust in Jesus?
6: I've repented and put my trust in Jesus. So when you die, you're going
3: to heaven for sure because your sins are forgiven.
6: um, Will I be going to heaven? Well, you know, I try to think about uh, this and my actions every day. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Okay, so the Bible
3: says examine yourself and see if you're in the truth. So I'm going to walk away. Mm -hmm. It's between you and God. I'm not your judge. Are you in the truth? Have you repented, died to yourself, turned from your sins and put your trust in Jesus and him alone? You examine yourself and see.
6: Well, what does it mean to put
3: your trust in Jesus Christ alone? Well, right now, most of us trust in ourselves, the way that I'm living. Mm-hmm. I'm doing pretty good. I'm trusting in me. I'm trusting in money. Trust in Jesus, that okay. what he said is true, that he's God and that he, he stooped to save you. Trust in I, that. I trust in that. All right, dude. All right. I, I trust in that, Absolutely.
6: Right. But uh, at the same time, he uh, he told us to
3: be compassionate. And to I agree completely. But our compassion comes because we have been shown so much compassion.
6: Indeed. And that's why we do. So, that. How, but the thing is, I, I, I mean, how should we approach other world religions?
3: Well, here is what Jesus said: mm-hmm. I am the way, the truth, the life. Nobody comes to the Father but through me. Okay. The Bible makes it clear throughout. Very, yeah. Every other world system is wrong. They're wrong. Yeah,
6: but uh, Jesus Christ also says the most important thing is to be compassionate. And I think it's very, well, it's it's to very lo- compassionate. It's, it's to love God. Yeah, and to love God would love also people. mean to look at the messages that he has given to the other people in the world. Yeah, those
3: messages don't come from him. You don't know that. Oh, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that there's one mediator between God and man, Jesus Christ. That's it. Okay, that's true.
6: The, the Bible okay.
3: does say that. And he, However, prepared.
6: he did say, oh, I'm sorry, we can't. We can't do that. Yes, yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ is great. I love the Bible. I like to read the Bible, but you can't know for sure that hasn't been perverted by evil men in the world and there's no saying i mean there's absolutely no saying well it's all right i understand don't worry about it i love jesus christ i love that message but i'm not gonna forsake all the other knowledge and all the other world's history and not learn at least one little bit about them not consider them if you want someone to convert to christianity how will you preach your message if you don't first learn about their religion? Isn't
3: that not hypocrisy? Well, you're assuming I don't know about their religion. I do. Okay. 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 And how much do you know? Here's what Islam teaches. No, no. Have you read the book? The Quran? Have you read the Quran? I've read a lot of it. How much do I need to read? The whole thing? The whole thing. Have you read the whole thing? No. Oh. So this is what the Quran teaches. Mm -hmm. Okay? That you have to obey five pillars of Islam and then maybe... Allah, what might. are the five pillars? You know, you've got to go on a hajj, you've got to do your tithes, your prayers. Okay, okay? what are your, the hajj? To take a to take a pilgrimage to Mecca or Medina. Okay. okay. The Bible says you don't do any of those things. You repent and trust the Savior, and He will save you. We don't save ourselves. Yeah. Islam says save yourself. Jesus says you can't. I will save you. That's the difference, dude. That's, that's that's great, you know. I but here's what the Bible says that you say that you love, Francisco. Mm-hmm. There are no other gods. There is no other. He is it. All the other ones are idols, either made up in people's minds or made up out of a piece of wood and put on a mantle. Jesus and Jesus alone is God and he is your Savior. All right?
6: I hope uh, Jesus forgives you.
3: All right. Thanks for the chat, all right, Tim? Enjoy yeah. your tea. All right? Thanks, Thanks very much. You are listening to see how well that economic conversation went on wretched radio for your consideration not one but two ways that you could strengthen the local global church the master's academy international training men in los angeles who then return to their home countries and open up mini seminaries To train pastors in their native land that strengthens the local church but there's another way you can do just that we are partnering with the masters academy international to send bibles to the philippines not just any bible macarthur study bibles to believers in tmai trained churches these efforts strengthen the local church would you please consider how many bibles you might send how many seminaries you might support overseas to learn more visit ratchet.org pastor or if you like the bible sending idea ratchet.org bible
1: all right so what are some of the best combinations you can think of rice and beans bacon and eggs how about you and wretched Yep, that's right. When you become a Wretched Gospel Partner, you and Wretched become one of the best combinations in the world. Combining our efforts allows us to reach more people all over the world with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Separately, they're pretty good, but combined together, they become great. And thanks to you, Wretched is among the top 5% of all podcasts across platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and all the others. Together, we have reached millions. As a Matter of fact, check this out. Wretched has been downloaded nearly 11 million times. That is an amazing feat that we want to increase. Get all of the details on becoming a Wretched Gospel Partner right now by visiting wretched.org donate. Or you can text the word Wretched to the number 44321. You and Wretched, it's even better than salt and pepper. Confession, normally numbers
3: aren't my favorite subject, but these numbers Make me happy. MediShare is affordable biblical health sharing with twice the satisfaction rate of MediShare members versus traditional health insurance plans. The average family saves $500 per month. Over $3 billion worth of medical bills have been shared Bible.
0: Books of the Bible. The book of Joshua tells of the conquest and division of the promised land. There are two consistent themes in Joshua, God's faithfulness and his aversion to unfaithfulness. When you wonder how committed God is to his people or doubt the seriousness of idolatry, let Joshua remind you that your God is a jealous God. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Hey, dude,
3: while you're walking, could I talk to you for a minute on the radio? Uh, what does your shirt say? Just do. What does that mean? It's a DJ. Come on. Um, dude, look at me. <laughs> do I look like I'm even close to hip? <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, okay, so it's, it's Tiesto Armani Exchange, and yeah. that's, his, that's his clothing okay. store. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a cheap shirt you're wearing.
2: No, it was 50 bucks, actually. Dude, get ex- out of My town. ex-girlfriend got it for me, so it's whatever. Dude. It's for the uh, Mor- uh, Mercy Corps, so it was a good cause. I
3: oh, be the change. Yeah. Ah, be the change. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. <laughs>
2: be the one that makes change. You know, don't be the status What's above. wrong with the way it is right now? It sucks right now. What do you mean? Everything sucks. Look at the you. economy
3: sucks. Look at you with your $50 t-shirt on. <laughs> what are
2: you talking hey, about? Hey, ex girlfriend You're going bought that for me, though. You're wearing it. Yeah, that's Looks true. like you've been going to the gym. You got a yeah. lot of free time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not really, but I got Eating three healthy. jobs. Yeah, try to eat healthy. What's so bad about life? Don't know what I want to do in life, so... Well, that's confusion. That doesn't mean that it's
3: bad. You're a college student, of course you're confused. That's what you'd figure out here, right? I guess that's true. Yeah, uh-huh. what do you study? Business management. All right. What do you want to manage? No idea. A
2: business? Maybe construction. We'll All right. See.
3: All right, I'm going to show you my shirt now. You ready? Sure. It's a little different. Right?
2: This wasn't 50 bucks. Wretched. Wretched. <laughs> What's that mean? You tell me. Uh, wretched, I guess, would mean a horrible person, somebody who's. Very good. Why would a guy like me
3: wear a shirt that says, I'm wretched? Mm, maybe you are. Maybe I am. I don't know you. Could you wear this shirt? I could. Because you're wretched? No. I don't think I'm wretched. I try to be a good person. So. I think I can prove it. How? Uh, by giving you a test. Okay. There's got to be a standard. All right. right. For instance, your shirt's a be the change. Right. Because there must be a status quo, mm-hmm. right? Well, when it comes to morality, you'd agree there's a status quo. There's some sort of line that we can yeah. determine what's right and wrong. Sure. For instance, lying. We would agree that's bad. Right. How many have you told in your
2: life? How many lies? Yeah, I can tell you a lot. Okay, so there's strike one, right? Mister Good Person. Everybody does bad things that sometimes. Doesn't matter. Right. And, okay, what about little white lies? Like you know, like yeah, oh, do I look him? fat in this? Yeah, what about? No, baby, how you many, look great. How many times does that happen? A lot. Okay.
3: <laughs> wow. All right. I bet you got stories to tell. All right, but you've told you've just told some whoppers, right? To protect yourself, to get yourself on a To make yourself but... look better.
2: Uh, yeah,
3: fabricating the truth, telling a story a little bit better than maybe it was. The, fluffing the truth a little bit. Okay, and that's yeah. lying. It's yeah. deceiving. Yeah. All right, to make yourself look better, to protect yourself. What
2: about stealing? Mm. Ever done that? Yeah. Okay, how many times? Uh, I used to take gum st- like from the candy store all the time when I was a little kid. Okay. I can't even tell you how many. Right. A lot. Doesn't, Nothing reason though. Well, <laughs> everything's in the past, so it
3: really doesn't matter how long true. ago it happened. Right. But it doesn't matter if it's a stick of gum or it's your backpack or something from one of these jewelry stands over here. Stealing is about our heart and our attitude yeah. and whether we're good or bad. Wretched. Wretched. No, That's right. Okay, how's about this one? You ready for this? Yes. What about lust? Lust? Sexual desire. Oh, God, everybody has that. Mm-hmm. What about blasphemy? Hmm. <sighs> back about five seconds ago.
2: <laughs> is lying really blasphemy, though?
3: No. When you, said, when you said, oh, God, oh. about five <laughs> seconds
2: ago. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's blasphemy. Yeah, do you know what that is? Yeah. It's when Just you take God's me. name, yeah, in fact. Yeah. Right? So the creator,
2: instead of Well, I don't know say, oh, him. God, is in vain. <laughs> I do. Oh, come on. You can be like, <laughs> oh, God, I cannot believe I did that. Talking to him. Okay. Well, who is God? God is the Lord and Savior, so.
3: Okay. And he's the creator. Yes, he made you. Yep, provided that T-shirt. Provided everything. Everything, <laughs> and you just kind of casually toss it out. I
2: would. What's your ex-girlfriend's name? Oh, God. I go okay, don't know Okay, don't do okay. I'm gonna,
3: <laughs> I said I'm gonna, it again. You just did it again. Look at that. And it wasn't to praise him, was it? No. Just tossing it out there kind of casually. And have you ever used it in a way, instead of saying a four-letter filth word, you said his name? You were disgusted, and you'd let his name fly. I really try not to say that. But you have? Yes. That's blasphemy.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. What was the premise of our conversation? What is blasphemy? No. Who's wretched? Who is my T-shirt? You're making feel wretched now. God, thank you. You just did it again. Yeah. Dude, you're <laughs> racking him up. I know. Well, maybe because you are wretched.
2: No, thanks. Well,
3: that was the question. Are you, I said I could prove that you're wretched. Uh, and you admitted to me, a complete stranger, who's clearly not hip, that you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous, adulterer at heart.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Huh. What about them
3: apples? <laughs> so are you wretched?
2: I still don't think so. Because right. my, my definition of wretched would be far worse than that. Morally depraved. Even worse than that, because morals are... Morals are debatable, I think. Not if God writes them. Morals morals mean different things to different people, I think.
3: And it's just, Stealing is stealing, lying yeah. is lying, and lusting is lusting. We didn't even spend a whole lot of time with lusting, did we? <laughs> no. We kind of blew by that one. Just a Our, little bit. Yeah, it's early in the day, but how many times have you broken that one?
2: Honestly, not at all. I've been in such a bad mood today, I have not lusted all. anything. Haven't had time. I have not had time to lust today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yesterday? I was in a fight with my girlfriend, so nope. Uh-huh. Day before? Not all this week, actually. Really? Maybe you last week. have had nothing but pure thoughts. Not always. pure thoughts, but just not lust. Like, right. I haven't lusted at everything. I'm not going to so. <laughs> ask
3: you to answer this, because it's, it's out of the realm of my business. Go ahead. Right? All right. you got a girlfriend. Yes. I was just talking about fantasies and lust, mm-hmm. not the actual physical act. Right. The physical act would be fornication. Right. Clearly outside of God's laws. Mm-hmm. All right. You can answer to yourself if you've been doing that or not. <laughs> all right? Okay. So with that, the wretched idea, lying, stealing blasphemy what about mistreating your parents when you were a child maybe even now dishonoring them not no. doing what you were told no. being a naughty kid don't tell me you were dude
2: i wasn't a perfect kid but everyone
3: dude misguides. you haven't been hanging around little kids <laughs> long you get, go find some little kids and look and go that was me they're little monsters yeah right
2: not all not all mm-hmm. i definitely know some good kids
3: yeah but they're still they're still they're still mm-hmm. monsters Cause all they, they, they just What's kind think of a
2: about wretched themselves? thought thinking of little kids as monsters? Well, they are. You, you know. go to Chuck
3: E. Cheese's, dude. Just trust oh, me on this. Go no, to McDonald's Playland. No. <laughs> you believe me now, don't you? I would not
2: be happy all right. a happy camper. Okay. You said something about believing in God. Mm-hmm. Who do you think it is? Who do I think God is? Yeah. Like, in what sense? Who's God? God is the creator of everything. What's his name? He doesn't have a name. It's God. How do you know about this God? Uh, the Bible. So you're a Christian. And going to church, yeah. Uh-huh. So you're a Christian. A bad one. I
3: haven't been to church in a while. Here's what the Bible says. What's your name? David. David, nice to meet you. Nice I'm to meet tell- you. All right, nice David. Sorry, my hands cold. Answer. David, the Bible says, it agrees with me, that we're all bad. We've all fallen short. We're all wretched sinners. sinners. Right. We're not good at all. We're really, really bad. Mm. And what do we, oh, you don't agree with the Bible? Not 100%, No. The Bible's wrong?
2: I didn't say the Bible's wrong. I just don't
3: yes, believe it. you that. did. No, I didn't. Just did?
2: Come on. Then All the right. Bible's right. Everybody's Fine.
3: a sinner. What do, what do sinners deserve from God? If you ask for it, I, I think forgiveness. No, what do they deserve? If you truly believe What it? do they deserve? What do you deserve? Nothing until I prove myself. Okay. Here's what the Bible says. All liars will have their part in a lake of fire.
2: That sounds fun. Liars. <laughs>
3: that was just the one. And you said you can't even remember how many, right? Mm. Liars all fornicators all adulterers all blasphemers
2: nobody's perfect though so.
3: I, you're, that's what the Bible says exactly well. that's, that's what we are we're not perfect now the question is what is God like how will God respond to our not perfectness with forgiveness
2: Mm-mm. why
3: not not if he's a just <laughs> God well, how come well imagine being in a court broken the laws you deserve to be sent to jail and instead of sending you to jail the judge says I'm going to let you go it would nice. be, ju- be nice, but it wouldn't <laughs> be just. And the same thing with God. If he just turns a blind eye to justice, then he would be less than perfect because he is going to make sure that evil is punished wherever he finds it. Like a thorough judge, he is going to make sure that every crime is sentenced. Well, that means heaven would be empty then. It means that it should
2: be. <laughs> you really believe that? Yeah. So you think everybody should go to hell? Everybody deserves to go to hell. Why? Because they've broken God's laws. Then why bother even living then if you have, I don't know,
3: it would be a bleak thought if this, is, <laughs> yeah. if this is where the story ended, but right now you should be grabbing me by the scruff and going, "Dude, a payment's been made. We don't go to hell because Jesus Christ took our punishment for us. He died on a cross to rescue me."
2: Well, then using your other argument, and then you could say, you know, he gave his own son to for our, you know, our predicamentness, right. then well, who's that make him? I mean, if you it makes him the perfect god man who for- took our
3: sin upon us, it was imputed, it means credited. I know. He didn't become a sinner your sin put on him and then in exchange his goodness credited to you you don't become perfect either you don't become like a god but god sees you as perfect because of what jesus did it's a legal exchange it's a transaction that Uh takes place you're not buying this not really then dude (laughs) my my story is way happier than yours you're trying to work your way there and you're not doing good at all I just said you could have all of your sins forgiven because of what Jesus did.
2: <laughs> I don't want to be able to do whatever I, I can do. Like I don't want to be able to go, kill, go around killing people raping and, and just have it forgiven you, you, because you would.
3: Jesus died fair, for my sins. Fair question. The Bible addresses this right on with Romans chapter 6 specifically. Do you go on sinning that grace might more abound? Certainly not. When you realize that God did the most amazing kind thing by dying for you a sinner, realizing that you are? Wretched. Wretched and yet he died for you anyway, demonstrated his love, you'll never want to do those things. But here's, here's, here's the challenge, and I'm, I'm going to walk away from you now, and I'm not going to hound you down and chase after you and get you into a cult <laughs> on campus. Where it starts is realizing who you are, and if you stood before a holy God, naked, no attorneys, no help, you and God piercing into your thought life, opening up the books, think about that day and let it cause you to tremble and then turn to him, not because you're scared of hell, but because he's been so kind to rescue you from hell. Fling yourself at him at, your, at his mercy, and he will save you. It's a guarantee. But you need to do some brain work today. You need to think about what I'm saying is true. And if you've got a Bible, I presume you do, mm. read it. Don't trust never, me. <laughs> don't trust 12 Steps or whatever it was called. So. Trust the Bible. Read it. Read the Gospel of John. See for yourself. He came to die to save you, and he will. But you've got to repent repent trust in him okay i do all right if you did you would agree with me that you were wretched. that's right see you dude all right goodbye nice to meet you goodbye See see you david goodbye until tomorrow go serve your king